I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's one of those things that every business with progressive ambitions is considered. It's something that seems to proliferate through tech, startups, and consultancies. Last week, Joe shared a like-inducing overview of his journey into a four-day week on LinkedIn. It wasn't one of his seminal posts, but it does raise some interesting thoughts. On an individual level, does the four-day week work? Does it work for businesses? I'm Joe Glover, founder of The Marketing Meetup, a global community that connects and educates over 20,000 marketers in the most lovely way possible. Everything we do, we do it to put the human beings we help first. I'm Richard Wood. I lead the marketing agency Six and Flow. I've worked in marketing for around 19 years now, and I'm a massive believer in that marketers should be trying to engage with people on a human level, not just treating them as leads and numbers in a spreadsheet. So uh, maybe to start with, I can give some context uh, with the post that I wrote on LinkedIn, and, and I probably won't read out the whole thing because it's seminal quite long. post. The seminal post on on the four day work week, yeah, <laughs> that's what I was writing. You know, when I sat there on, on, on Monday when I was writing this, I was like, "This is going to be my a opus." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it said more views uh, in the Bible. I heard. Sorry, what? <laughs> I'm so glad we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everyone else is. <laughs> Jeez. Hi, Joe's mom. Sorry, let's, let's, let's not go down that rabbit hole. Yep. Yeah, no, no, not necessarily. Um, so the post said, uh, recently I dropped down to a four-day working week to do dad things. Here's the first honest review. So I started out with some cons. So truthfully, number one was, truthfully, there never seems to be enough time. It's an insanely busy period for TMM right now, so dropping 20% of my time in a particularly unusual time has been difficult. And I sort of mentioned how being a business owner is difficult to stop thinking about the thing you're building and that you care about so much. The second one was all about feeling guilty about not working. And actually, interestingly, this was the one that most people picked up on uh, in the post, in the comment section. So I said, I feel guilty about not, not working. I then feel guilty for feeling guilty about not working because I know that's not what life is about. Um, and I didn't know whether that sort of surfaced a lot of the workaholic sort of stuff going on. Number three was, uh, I know that I've worked hard to get here, but I can't help but feel so privileged. Uh, why should I be able to do this and others not? I do rationalize this by thinking uh, that I know that I do my best in my day-to-day role to help others when I am working, but I go in the loop of asking myself, could I be doing more? Um, and I think particularly as we go through the rest of this episode, then like this isn't supposed to be a moan about the four-day work week or, you know, it's a super privileged thing to be able to do. So uh, that caveat needs to go before as well. Number four, scheduling becomes a lot more difficult. If you have a full-day event like I did in London yesterday or frankly just need to book in a meeting, the time is undeniably tighter. Time has become my most valuable commodity, which on reflection it probably was before, but uh, even more so now. And then I went into the pros. So the the one reason I've done all of this was to spend more time with my daughter, uh, who is one now. 
uh, I have a stronger relationship with her than I would do otherwise. And I can say with the utmost sincerity that I've loved every moment of spending time with her. And that is really, really true. So at the end, I finished off with a verdict that said, so is it worth it? Well, yes, that's not even a question. That one pro alone accounts for pretty much every single important thing in life. But it's really hard. And I sort of said, don't let the LinkedIn gurus make you think it's easy. I think we still live in a and work in a five-day working week culture. And we've been programmed to think that we should be working nine to five, Monday to Friday. So your own attitude and feelings about work will be tested. I know that I've only just started this journey. I'm about seven weeks in now. But I think I know things will get easier over time. And this is just an adjustment period. But I wanted to share the reality rather than just what is a popular thing to post about. There is something else <laughs> to add to this, which is what I was at an event uh, yesterday in London. Um, so sort of speaking about scheduling. And uh, I just wrote what was going through my head at the time. <laughs> I can so, I can see the, the first line of this and it's already making me internally like... <laughs> explode with laughter <laughs> as a, can i can i just do the first line <laughs> you can do the first line if you like as i sit here in a coffee shop oh, having off. taken no, a day out to attend an event thinking fuck how am i going to get what i need doing done <laughs> oh you're such a bad then no i, I said i sit here in a coffee ship, shop having having taken the day out to attend an event an event thinking fuck how am i going to get what i need to get done uh need what i need going to get what i need doing done i have a bunch of emails actions and so on and my calendar is for the next month is an absolute disaster the slim simple solution would be hiring more people but will there be revenue to match is it speculate to accumulate or is it just work harder here's the rub i have a much better relationship with my daughter and i'm loving seeing her grow in front of my eyes which is the greatest thing in the world and as i see her grow i know this is the time i'll never get back so would i recommend the four-day working week i don't know truthfully the day the day i take off isn't a day off at all and the other four are now so much busier i think the four-day work week is a good idea if you have a good reason but i don't think it's something you that you should be doing for the likes it's really hard work to not work frankly so uh yeah i guess that's an update but just one to sort of say it is absolutely worth it if you've got a good reason i think um but it's not easy it's not it's not an easy thing to do and i, I think that like to give it some context around what we're talking about so you are a founder and like owner operator founder you have yep. a team but it is a like relatively small team at this point yeah um, big growth ambitions not not diminishing it but like mm -hmm. relatively small team at this point so you are close-knit and that's that's very different from talking about being doing a four day week when you are part of a wider organization, right? Because there's mm -hmm. you take time out. That let's say there's it's three people on your team. Yes. Yeah. Let's say it's thirty seven classic thirty seven and a half hours in a week. I'm going to say forty because otherwise I can't do the math in my head. But <laughs> so there, there's hundred and twenty hours a week that you collectively have across the business. If you yeah. then take eight out of that, you're taking quite a sizable chunk out of the entire organization's bit. So there's there's a, a difference in like kind of to give it a bit of context. My first question around all of it is, is it a four day week where you work nine till five or 5.30 or whatever it is, you work nine till five, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, so Wednesdays you have off, mm -hmm. or 
do you do nine till seven on those other yeah. days? So do you do you do extended out like compressed hours or whatever you call it, extended hours, yeah. or is it no. just a I work less time? Yeah, I, I think the reality is probably that I work less time. Um, so as much as I think in theory I probably should be doing the compressed hour thing, actually with you know like just balancing family time, frankly. Um, then, you know, I'll, I'll sort of make dinner in the evening and then that'll probably be it. Because by the time like we've had dinner, walked the dog, maybe done some exercise or something like that, it's, it's like eight, nine o'clock and it's like, I don't really want to be picking up my laptop again. So like, even though there's still stuff running through my mind, it probably is actually just like, I have dropped down to four days a week. You ever tried journaling? Um, I did very briefly, only a couple of times. Um, well, I do have, uh, I've got this um, thing called a, a Remarkable tablet, yeah. like a fancy notebook, and I really like it. I, I think it's really good. Um, and it's it's not journaling by any way, but I do sort of keep a to-do list that is sort of like external to my brain, <laughs> you yeah. know, and I'm pretty good at sort of like writing it down. So the, the, the reason I asked about the journaling piece though is so I try to do it. I'm not very consistent with it, but I try it at the end of every night. So like it's design, device free. So like obviously it's in a moleskin because I'm an agency wanker, but the- um, <laughs> Well, you are I, a wanker. Yeah, fair. <laughs> um, I, I will write down kind of like just a couple of thoughts from the day and then I'll write like, what is my main focus tomorrow and just get, get the shit out of my head. But I try to not fall into the trap of firing up a laptop to write it down or putting it on my phone. Cause as soon as that happens, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to look at Twitter. I'm going to look at like my email. I'm going to do this, that. And then it just, that doesn't work for me. So I have to like try and separate. I don't do it very well. Like most times I am working until the evening anyway, but that's <laughs> my, my personal concern with going to a four day week is like, I don't have clear enough boundaries to go working, non-working and yeah. things like that. But so why, why do you think think it's businesses like ours or like or tech or startups or kind of consultancy led businesses that are the ones that typically go down this route so I, I guess probably the view the view from my view is probably quite a cynical one in a way which is that San Francisco seemed to set a lot of the sort of working culture trends in in the world you know you look at and you look at the market that exists in San Francisco for, or, you know, in Austin, Texas or whatever, uh, for sort of engineers, for software people, for SaaS business, uh, growth people, whatever it may be. And the market is just ridiculous for those folks. And so people have to be finding these ways to incentivize people in new and inventive ways to sort of either attract or re retain talent. And I think it is just like, it's just another thing that they can add on top of the, the snacks, the unlimited holidays, the, you know, <laughs> whatever it is, is the, the gym memberships to actually make sure that like, you know, they're, they're not losing talent. I think for whatever reason, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not aware of any sort of like scientific stuff behind the four, four day work week or anything like that. I think it's just like a good marketing thing, maybe. Well, then, maybe I mean, there's, there's research both ways, right? So there's like the the argument for a four day week for a business, like it's obvious, mm -hmm. like the personal levels around this are like pretty obvious, right? Like you get more time to be you, you relax. It's the same reason that we went to a five day week when it used to be kind of there weren't weekends and all that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. The argument for a business is that your team are more rested, more relaxed, and therefore can uh, should be able to produce more in the time that they've got. So they're mm -hmm. they're more um, 
them uh, kind of more productive. And it's the same, like quite often when um, you look at people returning to work from like long periods of time out as well, they have less time and therefore kind of super focused on the need to work and then work or like walk away. And that's kind of like, there's a clear separation there. I, there is also evidence going the other way though, like saying actually in theory that is correct, but actually in reality, most businesses aren't set up to function around that way like there's so like if you look at six and flow as a business yeah i would say quarterly so we every month we have a culture committee that meet and at least quarterly somebody says can we consider moving to a four-day week yeah and like my my flippant response to that and like i am half joking (laughs) but my my immediate response is like yeah absolutely but i'm only going to pay you for four days and then it very very quickly stops that conversation (laughs) that's not like i I don't by any stretch that's not me negating it because we then as a leadership team discuss it and where we get to as a team is we don't currently have the systems or processes or ways of working that Mm. adequately support it based on the type of work that we do so Mm -hmm. we are very consultative and very hands-on with our clients and equally Mm. we don't we don't track based on outcomes yet Mm, and i think that's like on an individual so for a client we do but from an individual basis i can't say here are the outcomes that joe has to produce this week and therefore if he gets all those done he can fuck off and spend as much time out of the business as he wants yeah yeah yeah. we're not set up like that the other problem that we have is i all of my clients Mm. work nine to five Mm. and therefore monday to friday and they expect a certain level of communication. Yeah. Now, other agencies who have moved to this model will typically go, that's fine. So we just make sure that the same, like there's a crisis. So yeah. an individual Monday's isn't day, off Tuesday, at the same time as another individual that does the same job. Yeah. The problem we have is we don't have a resource pool model. So we yeah. have a, like, if you work with us, you end up with a, a team that is that works autonomously within the business. They mm. can deliver for that client but there are key individuals within that team that do key things. Mm-hmm. Now, moving that around, like, and, and like on, when they take holidays and stuff, we do bring like senior people in to cover that. But on a weekly basis, that becomes a huge overlap. So we would have to drastically change the way that we deliver yeah. and the current way that we deliver in that, re, um, in the, like we call them pods. So like groups of teams. So those teams who are dedicated to clients, Mm. is better for the clients because we understand like they don't have to keep like reintroducing themselves the yeah. our team really understand their client we if we were to move to a resource model diminishes that usp or that kind of the value that that is for the client yeah. so Absolutely. i think it's possible but there's a lot of heavy lifting and shifting that would need it's not just as easy as me going everybody can have wednesday off yeah yeah, yeah. now i know Absolutely. some agencies are now moving to a like, yep, Friday's off, it's basically a long weekend and therefore our clients will have to like like it or lump it. Yeah. But it doesn't quite work for us at, at no. this point. And no. actually, so the, the, other, the other interesting thing, and this is the thing that I think a lot of people forget, is some people don't want it. Yeah. Some people sure. like working or like like the structure or want to do things in the way that they've done it. They want to have their clear separation. So the people who do want it, I think sometimes forget that they're not the only piece of that puzzle. So I have, mm-hmm. I do have team members who, when we had, so we started to give off um, Friday afternoons. So during the pandemic, we gave everybody Friday afternoons off and it was like a, like 
just we know life is stressful go and enjoy the sunshine so mm. and whatever sunshine you can get in manchester but like <laughs> yeah. in theory right go enjoy the rain <laughs> the problem that came with that is it caused a lot of stress for some of the team like and like individuals then start coming to leadership team saying i now have to produce the same amount of work in less time and therefore there's more stress and i can't do anything about that because the expectations at that point from the customers are that there is still this work that has to be done it has been scheduled in so there is an element of stress that's then caused off the back of that so that that becomes an issue then so then you go okay well if someone at some don't why can't we but then you get into their realms of yeah but okay so joe's working four days a week i'm working five i'm producing more work i'm working more often and but joe's getting the same amount of money as me so how the fuck is that fair? More now. <laughs> yeah exactly so as a, and as a business you're then going okay am i paying joe less or i'm going to pay rich more because yeah. he's working more how does that yeah. balance out and then yeah. kind of so i think that's where there's so it's a it's a minefield for a business to actually transition to that um and i think like the other for me as well like if you think about why a lot of founders or like start, and I think this is probably why a lot of like businesses like ours and tech companies and things like that actually transition to stuff like this. Yeah, I, and I agree with the cynical thing. Like I think there is a, a lot of zeitgeisting with a, a lot mm -hmm. of like the, particularly like that Silicon Valley uh, yeah. vibe and they kind yeah. of chase this stuff to keep team or attract team. And they have yeah. to because they've started that slippery slope of the opposite <laughs> to a race to the bottom it's kind of who can give the nicest thing yeah. interesting fact is uh hubspot in dublin at one point were known as chub spot because they used to feed everybody so much um, <laughs> as part of their attraction problems um folklore there um but um I, I think a lot of this is driven by founders going i'm building a business because i want to work in the way that i want to work and like yeah. i want life to be about balance like home life work life i don't want work to rule me mm -hmm totally understand it but if that's your fucking end point do not start a business it's <laughs> the fucking worst decision for balance you could ever make um but i think that's why a lot of this stuff starts to come through in in um like in businesses like ours many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's fascinating to hear you speak, actually. You know, and it, it's real as well. You know, there are a bunch of implications. I saw yesterday there was, there was a post someone posted on LinkedIn sort of saying we're going down to the four-day work week. Yeah. 
and someone sort of challenged them not aggressively but sort of like and they sort of said well you know does that mean that you could have done the same amount of work all these years with 20 percent less <laughs> you know why but it's a signal right you know and it's a signal um it's a great thing for the employees one would think but also appreciating um that not everyone wants to do it but it's also a signal to the clients you know is there a bunch of wastage in the business that we are paying for you know and and, and on that point then i remember when we were when i worked in agency land now we had two models that we sold things on we had one which was a performance model so this it was a ppc agency so it was a very acquisition based so you know it was very you know one pound in three pound out sort of situation so we had a performance basis which would mean that like we got a commission based on the amount of sales that we drove you know it could mean that we get paid an awful lot more but it also means that that was in line with performance so you always you always knew what you were going to sort of get as a result the other model was like a fixed fee model which had no guarantees around um performance at all you know it was just like pay us this amount a month and and it'll probably be sort of a medium high amount um and it was just really interesting because like the big businesses the big established businesses that we were working with they couldn't get their head around the performance model so even though it was kind of like the quote-unquote better thing um their businesses just weren't set up to exist in that infrastructure and I think it's exactly the same here as what you sort of described with the four-day week here. You know, your clients, if they're working in a five-day week, the expectation is everyone else is too, you know, and they get the service that matches that. So if this is to become like a realistic thing that is like accepted everywhere and becomes realistic, it almost needs to be accepted everywhere almost at once, you know, and there's a complete cultural shift where, you know, that becomes the thing that people do rather than just... Well, you need you know, to do that though. You need trailblazers right you need people to start proving the model and actually mm. like we could make some fundamental shifts in our agency to to be positioned for things like that um mm -hmm. i mean it's a bridge too far in the the short term because we've got loads of other things that we're fo focused on and it would take a lot of um kind of you know heavy lifting to be able to do that and fundamental shifts with how we engage with those clients so we could for example and i think the counter argument to what i've been saying as well like they're probably people listening going yeah but if you were to start selling value rather than time because agencies mm -hmm. effectively sell time like we that is what most of us do yeah. and then there's caveats to that but we could say like if we start being more value focused and outcome focused yeah that's great but it still takes, that's what we're selling to the client, but it still takes time to produce that on the other end. So there's a load of things that would have to change around that. Um, and I think that's that's where we would struggle. Mm. But again, like I'm not, by no means am I saying I'm anti any of this. It's just one of those things no. where it's as a business, I think sometimes people forget it's not just as easy as us going, just stop working on Friday. Because we don't sell widgets, we sell... <laughs> we sell consultative services that take brain power. That, so it's not like it's not like a SaaS company, right? We're not like flogging stuff on the shelves. It's and even even our sales team don't work four day week. And they would be the prime candidates for going, well if you hit target you can fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Like, because yeah. like there's a direct outcome. And actually that's mm. the other point I was going to make as well is that not everybody across my business has a direct output in terms of like an outcome, a measurable outcome. So how does this work for Heather, our um, office admin? Yeah. Like 
what has she got to do to then justify <laughs> the value that she's putting into the business that she can do in four days who and equally she's got to be there to open up the office make sure the fire doors are like so mm -hmm. she has to work five days but everybody else doesn't like how does yeah. that work my um the people doing the recruitment for us within the business how does that work they hire mm -hmm. Though, I mean, they get 10 people in for an interview and then they go. But what about the person who has to do the interview on the day that they aren't there? So that's mm -hmm. that's the stuff that I think there's so many different aspects for us because we have the same conversation around commissions and bonuses because from a delivery perspective, yeah, fine. If you upsell something or you hit certain targets with your client campaigns, there's commission and bonuses. On the sales side, you sell some shit, you get some commission. Easy. Mm -hmm. But on the ops side or even our internal marketing side, how does that work? Like, how is yeah. that remunerated? And so I think it's a very similar conversation around that. Nice. Um, one of the things I was going to talk to you about as well on this is, so my, your, your, not argument, and I'm not, this isn't me kind of debating why you do it, but your, so your argument around it. So like you had four or five cons to the process, like, and, mm -hmm. and like you're standing there or sat there going, this this is not an easy thing for me to do there are challenges to it and mm -hmm. like i feel like there's the guilt i feel like i could be doing more blah 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 blah. Yep. got it yeah but that's outweighed by the pro of i get to spend this amazing time with my daughter yeah i have the same so like i have family i've got two kids wife mm -hmm. dog we i would love to be able to spend more time with them but mm -hmm. equally i so the way that I balance the fact that I'm not able to spend more time with them in certain aspects and I'm like working a lot yeah. is foundationally, I feel like I'm building something for the future. So like I, the way I balance that is, am I better off investing the time now? And I know it's like the, everybody says, don't miss the moments. Like yeah. you never get this time back, mm. but equally I'm trying to build something that foundationally will be better for them 100%. in the long term and yeah. the counter is like yeah but they need a dad around i am around don't get me wrong <laughs> but there's i also feel like there's a, a for me i feel like i am more effective yeah. in that building there's, and kind of trying to secure future stuff i just don't think there's an answer you know i don't think there's like an answer which is like ah you know what it's gonna be right for everyone you know i, I think um I, I don't have the same ambition for my business uh, as you do. You know, I, I think we've spoken about this before, you know, maybe not in quite explicit terms, but like I've got a very strong sense of enough with the marketing, you know, like this is enough that it can sustain a lifestyle, that we're making an impact, that we're helping people. And I am ambitious, but I'm ambitious in lots of directions and, and the marketing meetup is one of those directions, but it's not the only way. Um, and I'm not saying that you're only ambitious on, on six flow either, you know, but like for me, my life target is, is enough, you know, and, and actually I, I don't have that sort of big drive to build this, this sort of huge legacy anymore. You know, I, 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 my legacy is my daughter, you know, and, and that's probably how I'm, I'm looking at things more than this sort of business orientation, but like, that's such a personal worldview and my worldview isn't any more valid than than yours isn't any less valid either you know it's just like you just have to find a place where you're comfortable and happy and you feel like you're doing like it's like a life lived 
without regret is one where you've made the best decision that you can with the available information that you've got at the time. And so, that's that's all I'm doing, and that's all you're doing, really. You know? It's fu- it's funny actually because one of your biggest cons was the fact that you felt guilty that you should yeah. be doing more, and then you felt yeah. guilty because you felt guilty because you should be happy that you are not doing this. Yeah, I think for me when i say to when people are like what is your driver like why do you do what you do and then you've got like i, I distinctly remember on multiple occasions being sat around round tables where they t- talk to agency founders and be like what is your driver why do you do what you do and then everybody's like oh, i do this for my family i do this for like to it's not my driver at all no, yeah. like i and doesn't mean i don't love my family as much <laughs> as everybody else in the room but yeah that's not my driver to do mm-hmm. what I do. I do what I do because I am like, I like building things. I am competitive. Mm-hmm. I like seeing this. And there is an element of like, and this is pure kind of ego, but there is an element of legacy building. I want people to go, how did they build that thing and mm-hmm. do that thing? And I feel like an asshole and feel guilty because everybody else has got these really wholesome answers. Like they're much more in like the Joe Glover school of like being no, nice to I, everybody. I think you're just being honest. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. And that, but because I know that's not my driver for an agency because I know that I could sack off the agency life, go get a job, work nine to five and fucking be way more present. Yeah. But that I'm providing in a different way. And hopefully in the future, if everything goes to plan, then I'm providing in a way that is better because I'm achieving, I'm happier. Like Mm -hmm. financially we should be okay. Yeah. And that's, so my drivers aren't based around that. And that's like, so you feel guilty from, one aspect and i feel guilty from the other (laughs) and i think actually both like you were saying both valid answers 100 percent. you know we we can all just feel guilty for for not doing the thing the thing that we're not you know but it's true you know and and the grass is always going to be greener there's always going to be a counter argument or a different balancing point and stuff like that I, i do think a life lived well is one lived in balance but you know what you choose to balance is is for you to choose you know and and, and so it's um it, it, it's it's a big thing and it goes exactly to your point about what you were saying earlier as well you know this isn't right for everyone <laughs> i'm a bit worried because you've got a smirk on your face so i'm, I'm, I'm your checking fire. you're fine <laughs> just checking our google doc you know like just in case like there's some swear words being put around so saying some, some nice things you know um <laughs> but you know i i think it's just the right thing for the right people and but there are an awful lot of considerations to be had uh off the back of it right you know and i it, it's so funny because it's sort of like goes into other topics right you know like these companies who are saying you can work from home but for 20 percent less and stuff like that and it's like you know i think that's bullshit personally yeah. you know but um and that's why but, we would never present that as an option no like, no, that's, no i think for me it's either like people should be paid and like i would then have an expectation as a business owner that in those four days you are more productive and kind of more engaged and happier but equally like i don't think you should be penalized for it no no but you know i I think there's such an interesting thing around all of this right you know because i think in our hearts of hearts you know like the idea of like working less for most people the vast majority of people in the workforce probably sounds like quite a nice thing to do you know three days doing whatever you want sounds great but with our business heads on you know like five days of productive work which is achievable you know, it's going to get more than 
four days of productive work. You so know, an interesting metric for you. So we have um, like circa 40 team members and there's mm-hmm. <clears throat> whenever we have an all hands. So we have a show and tell, which is an hour long on a Friday afternoon. We have, and then we have like a coffee catch up, which is 30 minutes on a Wednesday. And then we have various training bits throughout the week. Mm-hmm. That all hands on a Friday afternoon alone loses an entire man week every week mm-hmm. out of our business because there's 40 people 40 hours yeah it's and that's more than a man week right and that mm-hmm. costs us that's a full salary every week coming in mm-hmm. and out mm-hmm. and that's like mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of a substantial salary because it's not just like it's a mix of like most senior mm-hmm. to most junior yeah. and that that as a business especially in business in our size mm-hmm. is a constant okay as a business are we getting the same amount of value out of it? and by value i don't mean like output but like is that uh, show and tell value enough uh, valuable mm-hmm. enough in terms of culture bringing people together learning education all that is that so, worthwhile because i'm losing a man week worth of work every week just for yeah. one meeting and, and that's that's the balance right you know because you know we're not selling widgets and people aren't cogs in the machine either you know we are spongy masses that sort of sit and, and sort of do logical things and and need things that aren't just like you know more money or, or motivation you know it's the whole piece and again going back to all of this really there just isn't an answer um but i guess that's why as founders as owners as uh, debatably leaders then you know it's up for us to sort of set the stall out and sort of say, well, this is, you know, this is us, you know, and if you want to join this journey, then, you know, this is kind of the, the rules that we play by, you know, and, and, but we're going to have a lot of fun along the way and sort of do some cool stuff. But, you know, this, this is generally what we believe and, and, you know, go from there really, you know, who knows in, in 10, 15 years, we may be sort of turning around and it may be unusual for companies to be working a five day week. I don't think it will be. I think it will probably still be five day week is, a normal thing and maybe there's a little bit more about the, the four-day week but for the I meantime mean, i don't want to take it political but it's more likely that the tories are going to take us back to sweatshops but i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just throwing it out there <laughs> oh we're going to be cancelled and it's the first episode back <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no you know and, and so i think it's just a personal choice and and that's that's okay you know it's all right just choose the culture you want to work in you know create the business that you want to work in four day week working from home you know snacks in the office whatever it is i mean they're all they're all variables now that sort of exist on the table and it's for us as employees and employers to sort of choose whether we want to implement them and take advantage of them but every one of them has pros and cons that's a nice way to round it up joe yeah that's been fun i missed you I'm looking forward too. to getting this up and running again on a, yeah, well, on a regular basis. <laughs> we'll see whether we kick up a tweet storm based on, on all your controversial comments, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right with that. <laughs> the only thing worse than being talked about is not being talked about, so they say. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll do that. Uh, we'll do an episode on that next week. <laughs> unless it's, they're talking about you for watching pornography in the comments, but you know. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so, so uh, and if you enjoyed listening to Joe and I, obviously read it five stars and say something nice about us because it does make us feel happy if not we'll see you next week bye <laughs> even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.